0: Sound Prints Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prince is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushavel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Sound Prince for May 31, 2020. Let's begin this Sound Prints with a few announcements and reminders. First, have you registered yet for the 2020 ACB Virtual Conference and Convention? No matter who you are or where you live, you can be part of this great event. All you need is an Amazon Alexa device, like an Echo or a Dot, or a computer, either one of which can be connected to the Internet, or you can use your cell phone or a tablet, such as an iPad, or even a landline phone to participate. There are virtual exhibits and tours, and over a 100 programs and presentations on an amazing array of topics. Convention dates are July 3 to July 10. Find out more and pre-register now by visiting acbconvention.org or by calling 612-332-3242. The basic pre-registration fee is just $25, and if you're a member of the Kentucky Council of the Blind, you'll be eligible to receive a stipend that will reimburse you for your pre-registration fee following the convention. KCB Chapters are sponsoring several events by phone during the month of June. Savvy, the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired in Owensboro, will hold its June meeting by conference call on June 9. They will also be holding some other events in June. Call Cheryl Lott, SAVI President, at 270-686-8689 for more information. The Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision holds a Low Vision support group call each first and third Wednesday of the month at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, and the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind has Roundabout by phone every Friday at 7.30 Eastern. Mitch Pomerantz, former ACB president and a member of the Pasadena California Lions Club, will be the speaker at the June 5 roundabout, He'll be telling us about how his club participates in the Rose Bowl Parade activities. We'll be playing bingo at the June 12 roundabout. We'll be sharing good books at the June 26 roundabout. And there will be many other great activities as well. The number to call for the low vision support groups and roundabouts is 669-900-6833. And the call code is three five seven two five nine five one nine three. You don't have to live in the Louisville area to participate. For more information about KCB activities, call us at five oh two eight nine five four five nine eight and stay in the know by joining the KCB email list. It's free. You'll receive two or three messages each day about things happening in Kentucky and all around ACB. Just send us a message at KCB at kentucky-acb.org with the word subscribe in the subject line. Patty Cox of Louisville and Paula Weiss from Lexington presented a program at the May 29 roundabout on what's in style for both men and women. We had 30 people on the call and everyone was encouraged to ask questions. Thanks to Adam Reshevel for editing the call so that we can share it with you on page two. Page three contains two articles. The first is how Adobe is working to build accessibility into all of its software products from the ground up, rather than adding it on as an afterthought. The second article is from everydayhealth.com and is a cheat sheet on easy ways to count carbs, a very handy guide for diabetics or anyone trying to eat healthier and lower their carbohydrate intake. On page 4, you'll find the calendar of ACB community events for this week. Yes, we know some of these events have already happened, but we're including the information so you can see how many great things are going on every day and throughout every week to keep us all in touch. Cindy Van Winkle, ACB membership coordinator, began the community events in March when we all had to start staying home because of the coronavirus. and. The community events have grown from one or two calls a week to three to five calls every day. Check out this schedule. It's an example of the many topics from which you can choose. Find out how to keep up with what's going on and pick up your phone and get in on the fun. We hope you enjoy this week's sound prints. Page two. Okay, Paula, I've got
1: you. Patty, you're unmuted. Both of you should be unmuted now.
0: Okay.
2: Hey, girl, we got the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do. (laughs) Um, Well, the
1: the two of us put our heads together last night and had some good laughs over what's out there for 2020 since we've all been quarantined for months and probably not gotten out of jumpsuits or pajamas even. For that length of time. But I'm here to tell you that anything that you have had, quote, quarantined, unquote, for years, bring it out because pull out the vintage clothes. This year seems to be taking in everything from the 40s to the present. It is just, just incredible what, you know, what's out there to wear right
2: now. Patty, you want to say anything? No, she. You're right. I mean, I've seen, I've seen dresses that I used to, I think, hate to wear as a kid. I mean, all the big floral prints, um, and the higher waisted dresses. The um, empire waist. Yeah. yeah. The Lots of material in. But right now, the biggest Flag. thing is pajamas. <laughs> yeah. You're right,
1: designer leisure, designer um, uh, pajamas and leisure wear like to, that you can even, you know, wear outside. But um, polka dots, ruffles, plaid, and like Patty said, big floral prints. It's just, I've never seen anything like it really. Neon, the neon colors, the bright colors are, are still out. Uh, one of the most popular things that I've been noticing is, um, monochromatic stuff. And, uh, men and women, just black jacket, black shirt, black pants, black shoes, or white, or, or, or another color if you, you know, if you prefer. Especially in the men's wear. I've, I've seen quite a bit of that where the men are just, you know, dark suit, dark shirt, maybe black. Black suit, gray
2: shirt, just very monochromatic. So, um, Or a yeah, T-shirt with the suits. I mean, a lot of them, oh, even in the news, they wear T-shirts with their suit jackets, which I've I've never seen before. It's kind of a new look for me. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it, it's different. So some of you guys that like to wear your suits, I mean, I think it's kind of sexy looking, but... <laughs> I'm seventy three, so what do I know? <laughs>
2: anyway. <laughs> um, but you, you know, know we were talking you know, about the the, leisures, the 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 big thing that a lot of that I've seen looking through like say Dress Barn Dillards. Um I went to the mall the other day in hoops of another place being open and it wasn't so I took a spin around Dillards and the leisure suits are back in. The the you know, the rompers, the jumpsuits. Um, The ones that us women really hated to wear because you had to take it all off just to go to the bathroom, well, they're back in. And they're bright colors, just like the leisure suits were. Um, And they're calling them actually leisure suits, which is surprising to me. But overalls, what we called overalls, are really big, but they're called shouldered pants and shouldered shorts. So (laughs) those are some things that are really big, but... Um, You know, everything is all so retro right now to me. It's like I've seen all this before.
1: Yeah. Elastic waist, like the little uh, lunch bag shorts and pants where you have the elastic and all has the ruffle on the top of it, maybe a tie in the front. Uh, Patty brought up last night that we're seeing the Palazzo pants with all that material in them. I mean, there's just no holding back If you've got some vintage wear, bring it out. Um, the sleeves on women's blouses are, uh, I don't know what they call that, with the, the bell sleeve or the the straight sleeve and then has a ruffle around the bottom of it. Um, the puff sleeve, all ages, too. It doesn't seem to matter, the age group. They're, all age groups seem to, me, to be wearing all of this. So... Uh, and if you've got any crocheted clothes, oh my goodness, that is a really big bad. Or if you can crochet something, that that is all over the place from just wearing you know, skimpy crocheted stuff to something maybe your grandmother had that you inherited that you've held on to for a long time. Um that that seems to be, you know, really popular. Um anything else? Patty? About the, oh,
2: Tell them about the the shirts with that go all the way around with the pictures. The oh, Picasso. the wearable, the wearable art. The wearable art is really
1: in like a like a a Pica- material that has a Picasso painting on it or or some kind of an abstract painting on it. That is extremely popular. And today, when I was perusing through something on Facebook, the big collars like from um, Saturday Night Fever that John Travolta wore, had the, the the huge collar on the shirts, and the collars on women's jackets are really big this year. They've gone back to that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem to matter. It's basically, whatever
2: you want to wear, and if you've got old clothes, don't get rid of them see if they fit if they don't somebody else might be able to wear them or you can you there would there's no holding back if you can sew and you can take a couple of you know you get a pair of palazzo paints that you've had you could even make a skirt out of it i mean there is there is nothing um that's wrong at this yeah. point and, and
1: i love this the shoes tennis shoes every age group is wearing any kind of tennis shoes flip on um what the high top the the lace up the tennis shoes are really the rage for dress for everything and like i said any age group seems to be wearing them but and jewelry old jewelry is back into especially oh, for yeah, men costumes. yes costumes, costumes jewelry, jewelry and for a while we were into huge watches and now we seem to have gone back to smaller sized watches like maybe your grandfather wore. So if you've got any vintage jewelry guys, watches, rings, rings seem to be really big now. Uh, you know, bring them out. High waist jeans for men with t-shirts. That's a really popular one now too. Um, but it's uh, it's interesting to say the least. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the and is you can't go wrong for the convention this year Say, grab your cup of coffee, your drink And wear your pajamas Yeah Oh, I was just going to say honest. something about makeup uh, I mean, we're all wearing
1: masks now So, you know I guess you could put some eye makeup on if you wanted to Well, you still put makeup on Because sometimes you do have a chance to take your masks off but uh, it's just so, you a know, very the
2: rest people wearing makeup right now. It seems very casual, very real um, you know, just whoever you
1: are, Yeah, I think we've just gotten used to being without it for so long that it just doesn't seem unnatural anymore to go out without it on. Carla has a hand raised. I'll unmute her,
0: Paula or or Patty, either one. I just bought some new crochet yarn today, and Patty's going to go, why'd you do something dumb like that since there's (laughs) yarn all over the house? But I'm tired of that yarn, and I bought this new yarn. It has a little speck, a little silver thread down through it, and it's real lightweight,
1: and it will go forever because it's just so lightweight. Um, I've been looking at all these patterns, and I'm in this mood to crochet. So it appears
0: from the patterns that things like shawls and stuff and scarves are in style. Um, can you talk a little bit about how they're wearing those? Uh, a couple years ago, y'all did something really good, and Melanie did too on, you know, infinity scarves and things like that. Can you talk a little bit about what the end thing is there?
1: I I have seen everything online from crocheting uh, halter tops, crocheting shorts, which the younger I don't kids think I'll like wear to wear. Brando- I know it. <laughs> But also longer skirts, if you've got the patience to do a longer skirt and something that, you know, if it's very loosely crocheted that you could wear over maybe another lighter weight skirt to just uh, uh, emphasize or as a, what would you call it? Uh, I can't think of what to call it. I've lost my to enhance to give it a little bit yeah right but yeah. the shawls those are very very popular especially the ones that look like the mandala carla you know what i'm talking about they're like crocheted in a circle and then you have the armholes
0: no i don't i haven't seen that
1: it it it's it's crocheted it's a circle and and typically it will have some kind of a pattern on the back of it like a a mandala pattern and then um and it'll have slits for the armholes and then when you put it on the top of the circle rolls around to make a collar and it generally comes down below the hips although you can make a shorter one if you want to but there were just a ton of crochet things like that crocheted belts um crocheted neckties there were just Earrings, there was everything. I, it's really the rage this year. Also, hats, hats are popular again. Baseball hats, big hats, straw hats. Men, men are wearing, more men are wearing hats, too. Do you see that, Patty?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The guy across the street has a unique one, though. It looks like the big safari guy. <laughs>
1: I will lower your hand. Is that Debbie, I think?
2: Yes, it's Debbie. Um, Are longer dresses, like they for a while they had like the, I guess they call them kind
1: of like the maxi dresses or, you know, those type of dresses, are they still in or is it mostly shorter dresses? They are still in, Debbie. Those are really popular, especially in the really bright colors and the cotton knits they're They're really popular still they haven't gone away yet, but also the the shorter dresses are popular too um, you know, for the younger crew now, for my age, I say over i don't know over thirty, maybe I'd wear leggings with a shorter dress but and leggings are still in big time leggings are still in, so like like we said, it just doesn't seem like anything has gone away. <laughs> The maxi dresses
2: are in. One zero. Oh, un- okay. bro I think what you were mentioning, though, Carla was like
1: scarves. Am I right? Or um, something? Is that's what you're interested in crocheting right now? Well, you you know you can wear this. You can crochet a scarf. You can wear it around your shoulders. You can wear it around yes. your waist. Sure. David, I'm going to unmute you. I've heard that skinny neckties for men are back in, and I love my skinny neckties. Is that true?
2: Yeah, yes. you can
1: wear skinny neckties. You can, yeah. Oh, great. Okay.
2: Polos. Polos, the the ones that don't, yep. um, they're, they're back in just about anything you want to wear. Um, I haven't seen too many of the wide, wide neckties, um, but I've seen... You know, I was looking just at menswear, and, yeah, the skinnier ones are there, from medium yeah. to down to the smallest.
1: Okay, great. And, and men men have gone really skinny with the suit pants, too. Have you noticed that, Patty? Oh, yeah. They're almost It's really slim.
2: It's, they're slim and snug. <laughs> yeah, very snug. I wanted to say, too, for men, you know, I've seen them, I have see them in suits with flip-on, um, more of a casual flip-on tennis shoe instead of, you know, dress shoes.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep. Debbie, you're unmuted.
2: Actually, it's Ellen. I
1: think. We kind of touched on the whole, these corona times and the, you know, the masks and everything are people doing anything with the masks that you've seen that's kind of taken off to kind of jazz them up or bling them up?
2: Basically, logos. Yeah, I've yeah, seen a lot of different ones. Yeah. Um, there's there's one on Facebook where this, this lady can, uh, she opens her mask and it opens the mouth to this old mm-hmm. wild face. So... um just about anything you can think of they're doing um, they have ones with flowers, uh, different logos are on them, different colors. It's not just that surgical mask um, that's blue and white um, you know I, I saw one just earlier when I went up to feeder supply, and it 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 had like this now they're good getting into Halloween early, I think you know a real scary face <laughs> at the bottom of it. Um, so it just whatever your imagination takes you to. Cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. I made I made one, and when it opens up on my face, it has the picture of Queen Elizabeth the on it. I really like it. It's uh, and I've made some for the kids that had you know when the pleats opened up, it showed something uh, on it. Uh, my friend wanted one of, um, oh, uh, what's her name, Maleficent from Snow White. And so, as a joke, I made her the Maleficent one, and I made her husband one, and when his opens up, it has the initials PC for Prince Charming. (laughs) And uh, they got a big kick out of that. Yeah, people are just doing everything with the math. (laughs) I wish I lived there in Louisville since I sold because, I think I could have a booming business with you guys. I do have one now. I'll unmute.
2: Is there anything you don't like?
1: I don't well, care much I'll for the burn. jumpsuits, just because I don't like to have to get totally undressed when I go yeah. to the ladies' restaurants. But you know, I'd uh, probably wear fair one if it if it if I had an occasion to do that. Um, no, there's not much I don't like out there, I especially since it's... Kind of takes in you know from the forties and all the way down some of the big old hippie type stuff I don't you know fancy myself wearing it's not I don't dislike it, but the palazzo pants um I'm not real comfortable in those, but I don't dislike them so no i'm I'm pretty easy going with it,
2: and a lot of the a lot of the pants that are out have some. Wild prints on them. I, I just went to get a couple of pairs of Capri, and they 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 have different ones. I mean, for those who you know at Billards and at Walmart both. So at both ends of the of, of how expensive you want to pay for your clothes, or how less you want to uh, pay for your clothes, the the leggings are like. They have big stars on them, and they have these yeah. big prints. And so you might want to put that with, with, um, with a solid shirt that would match. Right. But I have actually seen people out, and this is the craziest thing, is I've seen people out wearing stripes and polka dots with these colorful pants. So, I mean, to me, I would – I do not fathom going out looking like that myself. But it's their personality and what they want to wear. And if you're comfortable wearing it, wear it. That would be the best thing that I could say. I might tell you you might not match, and I've done that with some of you on this call. But, um, you know, if that's what you want to wear, wear it.
1: And and nobody seems to be shocked by that. You know, you see it and you like it or dislike it. But nobody seems to be shocked by the
2: styles that are out there. (laughs) Yeah, you don't see people in in the aisles at the stores or, you know, out in the mall or anything. You don't see them saying, oh, my gosh, look at that. That's horrible. You know, everybody's going on about their own business.
1: I'll tell you another big thing people are wearing out, which I find, um, and I've done it, and that's exercise wear. And of course that stuff has gotten to be so trendy and matching and and really kinda cute. Uh I mean I haven't worn I've worn it to the grocery store and I've you know, places like that but I wouldn't wear it to church or I wouldn't wear it to a meeting or anything, but um that that seems to be really trendy. I took my daughter to the airport yesterday and that's what she had on and she didn't look out of place at all. So <laughs> Well, I am going to let you all get back to your meeting because I am joining a birthday party for a grandson. And thank you for inviting me. And Patty, thanks for collaborating with me. And thanks for me. It's been fun. Okay, bye.
0: Page three Adobe's accessible approach, everyone's responsible. This article was posted on ACB Leadership by Kelly Gask and was originally posted on builtin.com. Tech companies often see accessibility as a compliance issue. At Adobe, it's a fundamental part of good design. When Matt May joined Adobe in 2007 as an accessibility engineer, the two most common questions he heard were, who are you, and what is accessibility. At the time, accessibility in tech and at Adobe was more about checking off items on the Web Content Accessibility Guidelines checklist than an area of innovation. Assistive features, like keyboard shortcuts to help blind users navigate a page without a mouse or adding alt text to images, add-ons rather than integrated product features may said may's role more often meant validating the minimal accessibility work engineering teams had done than building a more accessible experience quote this isn't me just talking about adobe this was everywhere i worked may said accessibility was a matter of we need to do this for compliance let's figure out what to do to meet compliance and then we're done it was a series of small engagements that never had any continuity. End of quote. A lot has changed since then. Now, Adobe engineers, designers, and product managers can regularly be found trading ideas in an accessibility Slack channel around issues like keyboard interaction systems and API accessibility integrations. The design software firm recently wrapped a project in which they incorporated mac os voice command and speech playback features for the web app design tool adobe xd it's the type of project that has become the norm for the company that transformation is the culmination of may and the rest of adobe's inclusion and accessibility team's efforts to shift the culture around accessibility It isn't just one team's responsibility anymore. It's everyone's, said May, who is now the company's head of inclusive design. Quote, Everybody now understands that this is an ongoing process and that the more we integrate accessibility into every phase of the process, the better the outcome is going to be, May said. It's a much more integral part of the experience, end of quote. Getting there required a concerted effort to educate people on accessibility and change the way Adobe approached its products. Tips for prioritizing accessibility Take the time to educate all teams on the elements of an accessible product. May ran a training to encourage all teams from design to product engineering, and even sales on how to think about and prioritize accessibility. Introduce a diversity of users to the team to show how different people engage with the technology. Adobe hosts a speaker series where the company brings in a variety of users to highlight how they interact with tech. Take a holistic approach to accessibility. Adobe's Teams integrate accessible design features in the planning phase to create a more fluid experience for all users. Leverage accessible APIs. Operating systems already have accessible capabilities built in. Finding ways to incorporate those elements into your product design creates a smoother experience for the user and is easier than starting from scratch. Focus on what each team can do to improve accessibility rather than making it all about the business value. This next article is from EverydayHealth.com and is entitled, How Many Carbs Are In That? A Cheat Sheet for Type 2 Diabetes by Diane Rodriguez, medically reviewed by Casey Church, last updated on May 7, 2018. If you have type 2 diabetes, you know that the foods you eat affect your blood glucose, sugar levels. Since carbohydrate-rich foods have the biggest effect when it comes to raising blood sugar, Verna Scheth, Sheth, S-H-E-T-H, R-D-N, C-D-E, a diabetes educator, speaker, and spokesperson for the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, says keeping tabs on and balancing out How many carbs are in the foods you eat can be a powerful way to manage the condition. The goal is to prevent dangerous blood sugar spikes and dips that risk damaging your heart, eyes, nervous system, and more. To keep you healthy, quote, We work with what you're eating and tweak it so that blood sugar spikes don't happen, Sheth says. It's a matter of customizing meal plans for you specifically, she adds, so that it's sustainable and long-lasting and based on what you like to eat. Counting carbohydrates can also help you balance out food groups in your meals and snacks over the course of a day, adds Martha Upchurch, RD, CDE, a diabetes educator at the Eskind Pediatric Diabetes Clinic, at Vanderbilt University Medical Center in Nashville, Tennessee. There's no magic number of carbs to eat per day, Upchurch says. What's more important is getting the right number of carbohydrates per day for you. Getting the formula right for you of what and when to eat with type 2 diabetes involves becoming aware and smart about carbs, Sheth says. Quote, make sure you're Getting educated about type 2 diabetes and surrounding yourself with support, whether that's a dietitian or nutritionist, someone that specializes in diabetes. End of quote. With awareness, you're also less vulnerable to being influenced by common myths and misunderstandings about diet and carbohydrates. Quote. For example, some people don't recognize that milk and yogurt have carbs and that fruit does too and that the state of conversion from carb to glucose in your body varies depending on how much fiber there is in the product, end of quote. Fiber helps slow down the conversion. Tools and tricks for carb counting. If you're trying a new food and need to estimate its carbohydrate count on the fly, there are a few simple ways to do it. You can use your fist to estimate a one-cup serving of a food like oatmeal, And the palm of your hand is a good estimate for a three ounce serving of meat poultry or fish for example one teaspoon of oil or other fat measures to about the tip of your thumb while one tablespoon is the length of your entire thumb says chef your dietitian or your diabetes educator can suggest some free phone apps to download for carb counting as well With an app, you can just scan a food label and look at the carb count right away and make a decision about whether to have it right then and there. The American Diabetes Association, ADA, says the total carbohydrate listing on nutrition labels is the number you should pay attention to when counting carbs. This figure includes the three main types of carbohydrate, starches, sugars, and fiber. It might be easier than you think to stick to a healthy diet with type 2 diabetes. With this information on carb counts for common foods, you can strategize effectively and also get familiar with low-carb options for those times you're close to maxing out on your carb limit for the day. How many carbs are in grain-based foods like bread, pasta, and crackers? Carb-rich grains can be part of a diabetes-friendly diet, as long as you don't overdo it, Sheth says. Get the most bang for your buck by opting for whole grain, high fiber options, which not only help you feel full, but also help prevent a fast rise in blood sugar because they take longer to digest. Chef says there are about 15 grams of carbs in one third cup of cooked brown rice or whole grain pasta, four to six crackers, one slice of bread, and one half of an English muffin. How many carbs are in cereals? Whole grain cereals are a great way to start your day, but they can be high in carbohydrates. In general, one half cup of cooked plain oatmeal or other cooked cereal contains about 15 grams of carbs, according to the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. For dry cereal, you'll get about 15 grams of carbs in a three quarter cup serving. Always read the nutrition panel and the ingredients list on the package to know exact amounts and to help you choose brands low in sugar or with no added sugar. And don't forget that milk adds to the carbohydrate count. An 8-ounce glass of milk contains another 15 grams of carbs. How many carbs are in starchy vegetables like potatoes, corn, and peas? According to the ADA, non-starchy vegetables such as broccoli, cucumbers, lettuce, and cauliflower have very little carb in them and therefore little effect on your blood glucose. But starchy vegetables are a different story. For example, white and sweet potatoes, corn, peas, and winter squashes have about 15 grams of carb each per one-half cup. Non-starchy vegetables average just five grams of carbs per one-half cup cooked or one cup raw. And since much of that is fiber, one to two portions will satisfy your hunger, according to the ADA. How many carbs are in fruit? Fruits are packed with nutrients and can provide a healthy sweet treat, but they're also high in sugar. The trick is knowing which have a greater effect on blood sugar. Bananas, apples, pears, mango, papaya, grapes, figs, dates, and raisins are highest in carbs, Upchurch says. Berries, melons, avocados, and peaches are lower-carb choices. Half of an apple or banana, for example, has 15 grams of carb. By comparison, 1 and one fourth cups of strawberries offers the same carb count, according to the American Dietetic Association. Aim to eat a variety of whole fruits to get the mix of vitamins and minerals they provide, but balance low- and high-carb varieties. How many carbs are in milk and yogurt? Milk, yogurt, and other dairy products are good sources of calcium and other nutrients, but you've got to count the carbs they bring to the table. One cup of milk or low-fat yogurt has about 15 grams of carbs. Carb counts go up from there for sweet, fruity yogurts, so the American Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics recommends reading labels carefully. If you want to trim off a few carbs... Opt for plain, non-fat Greek yogurt, as it has about half as many carbs per 100-gram serving, 3.6 versus 7.04 in traditional yogurt. And it packs more protein, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. And cheese, believe it or not, has minimal carb counts. How many carbs are in sweets and snack foods? Carbohydrates can sneak up on you at snack time, whether you crave salty, crunchy snacks like pretzels or chips, or a sweet choice like a cookie, you may need to reconsider your options for a more satisfying portion. A mere three-quarters ounce of pretzels, 15 potato chips, or two packaged cookies contain 15 grams of carbs each, according to the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Instead, snack on low-carb veggies or fruits, a slice of cheddar cheese four gram of carbs, or one/fourth cup of shelled walnuts, 3.4 grams of carbs, according to the US Department of Agriculture. Upchurch says it's important to take the whole daily picture of carbs into account. If a person doesn't like lower calorie foods like fruits and vegetables, it might be necessary to get creative about what they do like as a snack that will fit into their meal plan, she says. A vegetable tray, light on the veggies, may be the way to go, for example, with hummus and cheese on the side to make it more appealing. Page 4. Here is an example of the information you can receive each week about the ACB community events being held on both the telephone and sometimes broadcast on the ACB radio live event. Each week a list of calls is published and includes information on how to connect to each call on your telephone. These calls are open to everyone. Membership in ACB is not required. To receive up-to-date information on all of the community events including new ones added and those that are being streamed live on ACB radio, subscribe to the ACB Community Events email list for the daily schedule each morning at acblist.org slash mailman slash list info slash acb community events. If you don't have email, you can get information including the phone the meeting ID and the password for each call by calling 800-424-8666 and pressing 1017. Warning, the information on this phone call is presented very rapidly, so you will want to probably record the information if at all possible. Following is the list of community events for the week beginning Saturday, May 30. We realize that you're reading this after that date so keep in mind that this is just an example of the scope of calls and the many topics that you can find available to you as close as your telephone for each week. The community call list beginning Saturday, May 30 is as follows. Weekend wind down was at 11 a.m. on the 30th. The description was grab your favorite morning beverage. And let's join Melanie as we share an hour together, winding down from a long week. The information then is followed by the Zoom link that you can use from your phone or your computer, or by the telephone number that you can dial from any telephone, including a landline, the meeting ID, and the passcode. Fitness class was held at noon. The description Today's class is a mixed fitness class consisting of dance, chair fitness with hand weights, optional, boxing, and Pilates and stretch. Something for everyone and all fitness levels. Presented by Angel Eyes Fitness and Nutrition. Then, information on how to join the call. Gaming Lab 13. Accessible Othello and Minesweeper. The description. Gaming Lab 13, Accessible Othello and Minesweeper, held at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Karen shares a couple of accessible games, one of which is an all-time favorite of hers. There may also be other surprises. Links are included on how to download the accessible versions of Othello and Minesweeper, and then how to listen to the call on ACB Radio and how to phone the call on the Zoom platform. Gaming Lab 14, Ballot and Pig, Dice World Wrap Up, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Come learn how to play these two very different games from Dice World, both at the opposite end of the spectrum on difficulty level. Cindy and Gabe will explain the rules, demo, and share strategies for each game and there will be time for overall Q&A about Dice World games. The link is included on how to download Dice World, how to listen live on ACB radio, and how to join the call from your telephone. The call is hosted on the Zoom platform. ACB meets Pick of the Litter at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Spend 90 minutes listening to and asking questions of the stars of the Disney Plus docuseries Pick of the Litter. That's right. ACB gets to talk with the puppy raisers, dog handlers, and dog trainers from the show and learn what it was like to be followed by a camera crew. Come ready with questions. This was broadcast on ACB Radio Live event and also was a webinar hosted on Zoom. That means that you could join it from any telephone. BITS Open Chat is at 8 o'clock each evening. Join our special interest affiliate, Blind Information Technology Specialist, for a nightly open chat. This is presented each evening on your telephone and uses the Zoom platform. On Sunday, May 31, the schedule included Sunday Edition with Anthony, ABCs of ACB, at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. This two-hour program is all about the workings of those who work for ACB. Let's get to know these movers and shakers. This show included Eric Bridges, Claire Stanley, and Clark Rackville. Then, in the spotlight, they talked to Nancy Becker about her life and her amazing work for ACB. You were able to call in with your questions. You could listen on ACB Radio Mainstream or join the call, and the connect information was given. Crafty Chat was at 2 p.m. on Sunday, May 31. When you hear the words origami, knit, crochet, glue, tape, or craft, do you think to yourself, gee, that sounds fun. If only I knew how. Come join Melanie Pesco for a crafty chat and discover what crafts some of us enjoy and share the crafts you enjoy. We will also discuss ways we can go about learning new crafts. It's going to be fun. This was a Zoom call and, of course, in the email, the connection information was shared. Happy Hour with Trish was at 3.30 p.m. The description. Grab that beer or glass of wine. Take those shoes off and kick back and relax with your favorite beverage at the best place in town, where the drinks are free, the company is awesome, and we talk about whatever's on our minds. Whether it's a pet peeve, a recipe, or an embarrassing moment, join the discussion on your telephone. Bits Open Chat is presented again at 8 p.m. on Sunday evening. On Monday, June 1, the activities began with a coffee social at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Let's get social. Join Mika as together we get ready for the week ahead. Bring your favorite morning beverage and let's connect. Hosted on the telephone. Essential oils. Putting it all together at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Okay, friends, we have spent the last seven weeks talking about the various oils. Let's have some fun discussing actual recipes to use them in. Topics included gardening, cooking, body care, cleaning, roller bottle, and diffuser recipes. Be prepared to take notes or reach out to Haley afterwards at blindessentials at gmail.com. And, of course, the connection information is included. The next activity was calling all seniors at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. The description, are you a single person over 60 who would like to make new friends? Perhaps meet that special person that makes your heart go thump-thump. If so, come join the older kids on our Seniors Meeting Seniors call, where we chat, make new friends, and get to know each other. The connection information follows. And then Bits Open Chat at 8 p.m. and Book Chat at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The description for the book chat. Let's chat about the book What Rose Forgot by Nevada Barr. DB 96483, and any other interesting reads of the past couple of weeks. Hosted by MCBVI member Casey Dutmer. MCBVI is the Michigan affiliate of the American Council of the Blind. On Tuesday, June 2, the coffee social was at 11 a.m. Taking care of our mental health. At 1 p.m., Jesse Rail, EDD, helps us to understand and decrease the risk of trauma. Participants will learn helpful tips and techniques. Focus will be on COVID-19 and present concerns. This was on the telephone, so you can join through your phone, computer, or iPhone. West Coast Coffee Break at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. The ACB Capital Chapter of CCB, the California Council of the Blind, invites you to bring your favorite beverage and join in this coffee social, West Coast style. Join the discussion on your telephone. Easy Chair Yoga at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. All you need is a chair, some comfortable clothes, and no shoes and together we can enjoy a relaxing and stress-free hour in the comfort of our own homes, hosted by Leslie Spoon, certified aerobic instructor and personal trainer. The call information allows you to join on your phone, computer, or mobile device. The No Geek Speak Arena is at 7 p.m. on Tuesday. Join Rachel Schroeder and Tyson Ernst as they take on... The JAWS, NVDA, and Narrator screen readers focusing on different aspects of each episode. Whether a newbie or a tech vet, there is something to hopefully be gleaned from these two techies who just happen to be friends. This was hosted on a Zoom platform, so it's available on your telephone. And, of course, there's the Bits Chat at 8 p.m. All About Ivy, the independent visually impaired enterprisers, is at 9 p.m. on Tuesday evening. Ivy Board members will share what Ivy does and how anyone interested in owning or managing a business can participate. We'll be highlighting our virtual convention segments and asking for participation. This call was hosted on the telephone. Sheltering and place together at 10 p.m. Eastern. Sick of isolating? Bored out of your gourd? Come chill with your friends in Oregon for a while. Stay for 10 minutes, stay for the whole 90 minutes. It's all good. We'll discuss a wide range of topics. Come join the fun. Hosted by Teresa Christian and Pat Wallace of ACB of Oregon. On the telephone. The Wednesday calls for this week include Wednesday check-in at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. It's midweek, whether things are going good or you're feeling a bit overwhelmed. Here's an opportunity for us to connect and just check in, because there's something reassuring about being a part of a community. So let's join Nat and the rest of the gang for a little company and a boost to our week. Widows and Widowers at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Join Roger Dennis for a time of sharing and connection. Together, we'll remember our partners and gain ideas on how to make living alone easier. On the telephone on the Zoom platform. Potluck recipe swap at 7 p.m. Eastern. Do you go to other friends' home for a potluck lunch or dinner? Do you ever say, what should I take? Join Sheila Young for a recipe swap of potluck dishes to give you some new ideas. Sheila is the president of the Florida Council of the Blind. This call is on the Zoom platform, so it's as close as your telephone. Of course, there's the Bits Open chat on Wednesday evening. On Thursday this week, the activities begin with a coffee chat at 11 a.m., Followed by a West Coast coffee break at 1 p.m. Tips and tricks for around the house at 3 p.m. Eastern. We've all come to vision loss in different ways and times in our lives. Here's an opportunity to ask those how do you do this questions and share tried and true techniques with one another. Join Elizabeth Bowden for a candid chat of sharing and let's help each other Make our lives a little easier in the process. Then at 4 p.m. is another Easy Chair Yoga session hosted by Leslie Spoon. Open Chat with Missouri is at 5 p.m. Let's stay social. Join this open chat with our friends from the Missouri Council of the Blind. Hosted on the telephone on the Zoom platform. Cancer Community Club at 8 p.m. Calling all cancer survivors and caregivers. Whether you are currently in treatment, in remission, or long past your battle, you are welcome to join our group. If you care or cared for someone with cancer, you are also welcome. Sarah Conrad, president of CCLVI, Council of Citizens with Low Vision, will facilitate our discussion as we discuss challenges including medical, emotional, physical, and social aspects of cancer. Sobriety first at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. This weekly meeting is for recovering alcoholics and addicts who cannot get to a meeting near their location. This is hosted on the telephone on the Zoom platform. Bits Open Chat is at 8 p.m. And now we move on to Friday. Friday begins with the TGIF zone at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. After a long week, all we want to do is relax, vent, and hang out with friends. Join Tyson for the party, and let's have some pre-weekend fun and share some laughs. Sheltering in place together at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Sick of isolating? Bored out of your gourd? Come chill with your friends in Oregon for a while. Stay for 10 minutes, stay for the whole 90. It's all good. We'll discuss a wide range of topics. Come join the fun. Hosted by Teresa Christian and Pat Wallace of ACB of Oregon. The Bits open chat is at 8 p.m. And it's playtime at 9 p.m. Mika and Cindy welcome you to join in another fun Friday night filled with games and laughter on the zoom platform again we remind you that each week the calls may change a bit but this is a great example of what's going on every day in acb remember that you can receive up to date information on these events by joining the acb email list just send a message to acblist.org/mailman/listinfo slash acb events. These activities are all free and open to anyone, whether a member of ACB or not. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind, or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org.